Hi, how are you? I'm okay. I um I don't know if I told you this. I might have said this last week. But um I haven't taken my meds this month and it's oh. it's not like a thing that like any medical professional's been like, just try not taking your meds. It's just me like a week and I'm like, I forgot to take my meds and then I'm just like, eh, I'm not gonna do it again. And now it's just kinda like I don't know, I'm I'm going back to the way I was. Oh. Is that, like, in a good way or, like, a bad way? Both. There's, like, good parts and bad parts of, like, being on medication. Like, when I was on meds, I wasn't, like, sad anymore, but I also wasn't funny. So, I'm funny now, but, um... Uh, I'm also, like, very sad. I don't think it, funniness is a is a factor in which should let you decide whether or not to be sad. But when you're a comedy writer... I don't think I But when you're a comedy part, writer, it's kind of important so i i suppose but i don't hmm. it you know what it feels like this is the analogy i come up with it feels like i made a deal with the devil where like he can just come in and out of my body and like there's just sort of like a trade-off you know like he'll come in sometimes and i'll just be like really really sad but i'll also be like really like charming and funny or like like when he's gone i'll be like not funny but i'll be like I don't want to, like, I'm not happy, like, you know, normal. So. Yeah. <laughs> you're either funny or you're also, sad. The two states of humor. Yeah. The two genders. Um, yeah. And then, like, another thing that happened is, like, for the first time in, like, years, like, literal years, I actually laughed at something. Really? Like, out really? loud. And I, 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 it, it was, like, oh, a wow. meme my friend sent me. <laughs> let me. Let me find it. Can I exit out of this? And it's still okay. It, can you hear me? Yeah, you'll, okay. you'll be good. Yes, you're good. You're good. So it was. <laughs> let me do. I uh, I need to find it. I need to find it. Where is it? Come on. You're gonna send me funny image meme on the podcast. Okay, here it is. Here it is. Okay. So I'm gonna go out on a limb and assume you haven't seen Avengers Endgame. I have okay. Not. Correct. Well, there's this scene. So I'm going to narrate to you what's happening because it's like this whole like thread of memes. Um, so, do you know, are you familiar with the Hulk? Uh, yes, I am aware of the Hulk. The okay, character. he's, for those of you who don't know, he's a brilliant scientist named Dr. Bruce Banner. And then one day he was experimenting with like some sort of gamma radiation. And now whenever he gets angry, he turns into a big mindless rage monster. And he's big and green, and he's angry, and he's not smart anymore. He's just mad, and he, he hits things. But in Avengers Endgame, um, he found a way to get in the body of the Hulk permanently, but still have his, like, brain and still, like, the same, like, Bruce Banner. So that's sort of where he's at. He wears shirts, and he's, like, a normal person. He's just really big. And so, like, there's this scene where um, Ant-Man, who's just a regular guy, but he can get really small using his suit, um, but it, in this scene, he's just not wearing his suit. He's just, like, wearing a t-shirt and jeans. He's eating a taco, and then, like, a big plane, not a plane, like, a spaceship lands next to him, and it blows all the, the stuff out of his taco. So then Hulk comes over, and he hands him a taco, um, a new taco, and he smiles, and he's like, here's a new taco. And so, like, it, it's just this meme, and it it shows him handing him a taco, and then 
Oh, yeah, yeah. I've seen this one before. So he's labeled Green Shrek. Uh, Ant-Man is labeled Man. And then the taco is labeled Burrito. And then someone commented his name Burst Banning. Which is not, which is supposed to be what Hulk's name is, but they labeled it Ant-Man. So now it says Green Shrek is handing Burst Banning a burrito. And then it says, why are you calling him Green Shrek? Shrek is already green. Someone commented that. So then the person went over and made a little edit. So now the Hulk is labeled regular Shrek. Ant-Man is labeled Burst Banning. And the burrito, the taco is labeled burrito. And then someone commented, no one is regular. Everyone is extraordinary. So then now it just is. So now it's extraordinary. Okay. Shrek is handing extraordinary burst banning and extraordinary burrito. <laughs> it gets worse. No, no. How? So then someone commented they changed his name to David, though. Um, and that's because in the 90s they made a Hulk series and they thought Bruce was too gay of a name. That was their words exactly. So they changed his name to David Banner. But not in the not in the not in the Marvel movies. They 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 kept his name Bruce Banner. Anyway, they changed his name to oh. David. Though is the next comment, and then right under that, there's another comment that says you spelled <laughs> it says you spelled Bruce wrong. So then the next <laughs> meme is extraordinary David though handing extraordinary burst banning, and then they changed extraordinary burrito to extraordinary Bruce. <laughs> so your game of telephone uh, it just says extraordinary David though handing extraordinary burst pain and extraordinary Bruce <laughs> how did this happen and, and then, there's, there's one more <laughs> so the next comment says um I think it's spelled Baruto sweetie so now it says <laughs> You're laughing so hard you can't tell the no, extraordinary David though handing extraordinary Baruto sweetie and extraordinary Bruce extraordinary Bruce is the taco extraordinary Baruto sweetie is Ant-Man and extraordinary David though is the Hulk <laughs> And that was the first thing I've laughed at, like, out loud, like, by myself in, like, years. That's, that is God's most confusing <laughs> and extraordinary meme I've ever heard someone explain. Like, I, I don't... I didn't even realize that it said Bruce Banning until, like, my third time looking over it. I thought it said Bruce Banning. <laughs> oh. Here, I'll, I'll send amazing. this to you, though, because I... It's just the funniest Please thing do. I've ever <laughs> And, like, it even started off, like, wrong. Like, Ant-Man was just man, which technically he is, but Hulk was labeled Green Shrek. <laughs> I mean, he was an ant at the time, so I guess he's just man. He never is an ant. He's just, like, a man who can get small and then, like, talk to ants. So, you know. <laughs> oh, my God. Of course, it's a Tumblr thread, too. Jesus yeah. Christ. What was the, who made this originally? Why did they make this? But then, like, I've fallen <laughs> back into, like, my old other depressing habit of, like, watching Netflix stand-up comedy. And I forgot just how funny it all is and how, like, enjoying it is. Because I don't even like comedy movies anymore except for, like, one or two. I just love stand-up comedy. 
because it's just because oh, huh. uh, like everybody has like their own persona and it's like really like interesting to like because you know they're like they're not like telling jokes about like themselves so like most of them are like doing like a heightened version of themselves like a character i think it's really funny like yeah, have you yeah. ever heard of pat Oswalt? no i have okay not. you you actually like i think he might like just from like knowing you he might be like your favorite of all of them he's my favorite for sure are you familiar with the 2008 or maybe 2009 uh, movie uh, Ratatouille? I am aware of Ratatouille. Uh, he voiced the rat. Yeah, no he voiced the rat. He, 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 he was Remy, Remy. yeah. And, but he's also like a really like, he's my favorite stand-up comedian. Maybe, he, maybe he's tied for first I... with Mulaney, but yeah. Huh. I have a really funny story about Ratatouille. Please tell it. My first, um, the first movie I ever saw as a kid, like, in a movie theater was Ratatouille. Mm. And there's a scene in Ratatouille where Remy, like, starts to leave, um, what's the guy's name? Linguini. They actually named, I keep forgetting that his name is I don't even, like, I haven't even watched that movie since I was, like, four. So I don't even know, like, anything about it. I just, like, know, like, like, from the internet about Ratatouille. And I'm like, oh, his name's Linguini and Remy. Yeah. And he's voiced by Pat Oswalt, (laughs) my favorite stand-up comedian of all time. Huh. Well, basically, um, it was the first movie I saw. I think I was, like, a very small Mm -hmm. child. And what happened? I think you've told me this story before. Or maybe, but there's a scene where he, where like the Remy runs away and then he like, and then it's really dramatic and then he comes back to uh, Linguini and I just burst out crying very loudly (laughs) as I was like six maybe and I just, I was, it was, you you had to remember this is a public theater, Mm -hmm. like you can't do that. So we had to leave (laughs) because I cried at the scene. It wasn't even when he left. It was when he came back, too. You know what? Well, I, just... I have a lot of, like, funny movie stories when I was a kid. Because I feel like, like, kids, like, that age just aren't meant to watch movies, like, in any capacity. Unless it's, like, something, like, directly, like, targeted towards infants. You shouldn't really be watching, like, any movie G or PG. Especially not PG-13 or R, like, until you're probably, like, eight, you know? That, that's probably, like, what I would say. Um... Like, they, I don't think they would understand yeah. it anyways. Like. So, like, I was terrified of every movie as a kid in some capacity or another. Just because there was, like, always something, like, scary. Like, I remember um, there were, like, so many, like, like even, like, my, my parents' like favorite movie or favorite kids' movie when I was a kid. Maybe even their favorite movie. It's my mom's, like, favorite movie of all time. Um, but, like, there was this movie that we owned on DVD. And my mom and dad loved it very much, and so by extension, they made me and my sister watch it constantly. Want to guess what that movie was? Oh. What movie was it? B movie. They they loved no. that movie so much. I guess they were just like Jerry Seinfeld fans. <laughs> they made me and my sister watch it all the time, and like I was terrified of it. Like every time we watched it in the movie theater, like there's this scene that's and like I've seen the movie like a bunch of times since then. It's it's an okay movie. It's not, like amazing, but it's not, like terrible. There's this scene, it's a classic, like, <laughs> so, and this is just gonna sound so stupid, but I was just so, um, like, the the bees were suing Ray Liotta, honey, um, and okay. Ray Liotta is a real actor. He's a real American actor, and he voiced himself in the movie, and he he played himself. Yeah, voice? look up Ray Liotta. 
It's it's important okay, that you know what Ray Liotta looks like too, for 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 the Ray sake of this show. How do you spell that? Uh, Ray is R A Y, and then Liotta is L I O T T A. Ray Leo. Okay, I see what he looks. Look at the like. picture of him with brown hair, because he had brown hair in the movie. Okay. I I think. Yeah, gotcha. Like, and he he looks kind of like. In, in the movie, or I'm gonna look up Ray Liotta B movie real quick just to see like what I look what what I'm thinking of here. Something okay, to do with I'll his eyes well. just terrified me. He's his eyes are like I know sharp. like That's he's exactly got it. like his eyelids are half over his uh, eyes and they've got more of a triangle shape. His entire jawline is like a right angle. That- like he looks, he, he looks very stern and very unhappy. That was just terrifying to me. Um, oh my god, I just looked up a Ray Liotta B movie and I like found a bunch of pictures of of Ray Liotta like in the movie, but then I found a picture of him with I'm assuming his daughter at the premiere of the movie, and they're just standing next to this god awful, terrifying <laughs> Barry B Benson mascot with just like in his. Oh my uh, god, I see it. <laughs> That's like the most terrifying it's thing. It's someone guy in like a giant bee suit. <laughs> and they're just standing It's terrifying. There. Anyway, so but back to my story, right? I was... Uh-huh. There was just something about the way he looked that like every time he would show up, especially in the courtroom scene when he had to like represent himself or whatever, I was just terrified of Ray Liotta. I was just like, what is he doing? Oh no. <laughs> what is he doing? He's, he's just... He's angry, bro. I was uh. terrified of Ray Liotta. And then like... Wait, I'm hearing some background noise on your end. What's going on? Oh, yeah. Sorry. No, my, my windows oh. are open. The cars are loud. Just keep okay. going. Sorry, no, it's fine. It's a little loud. Uh, anyway, um, you know, there was only one kid's movie that didn't scare me as a kid. <laughs> it's not uh-huh. even one kid's movie. One movie. Do you want to know what that movie was? What movie of all the it? movies that would that would scare a kid or that would that would not scare a kid guess what the movie that didn't scare me was that I could just plug in and just be like I love this movie so much I I honestly can't Monsters remember. Inc the movie about monsters <laughs> didn't scare me because no, it starts off with this jazz music and these little before, dudes are just hanging out and they're supposed to be like scary but like cute scary and I was just like ooh this is groovy music man and wow, this music is nice. Wonder what's happening. <laughs> and it was like the uh, so many things like, like every movie scared me, and then like now, now nothing scares oh. me except for like that one huh. scene in Hereditary that I talked about last week. Mm. <sighs> um, oh my god, that is the scariest picture. That that Beeb mascot. He, it looks like he's holding Ray Liotta's oh daughter yeah. hostage. <laughs> it looks like Ray Liotta's just like everything's fine, sweetie. Just take a picture with just Don't take a picture with Barry, it. and then Barry's like everything's gonna be fine. Hey, <laughs> that that's how he talked in the movie. I'm pretty sure. I'm I'm going to be okay. Here here. This is. This is something that no one can ever learn about because they would be so angry at me. But I've never actually seen the Bee movie to my Well, knowledge. that I know you want to know how I know that. You called it oh, you called it you? the Bee movie and not Bee movie. It's literally just called Bee movie. <laughs> oh, I meant the one and only. No, I I always yeah, I always okay. call it the Bee movie too even though it's supposed to be called Bee movie. 
But it's a huh. pun because B movie is like a film term about like a movie that's not very good. Really? Yeah. I didn't even B know as in like the letter grade. Oh. So it's like. Is that? So it's like, oh, this is like if you were to say like, oh, this is a B movie. It's something that's made like straight for like DVD. It's, it look, probably looks terrible. The acting's really bad. Like everything about the movie is just very like terribly made. And it's a movie that you would watch more to make fun of than anything. That's what you would call a B movie. I... So the fact that Jerry Seinfeld sat down and said, let's make a movie that's called B movie. And everyone was like, why would we do that? He's like, because it's about bees. And then everyone <laughs> just is like, oh, okay, let's get this made. No one questioned it. I often wonder, like... Everyone just really went, yeah, okay, huh? I often wonder, like, what's going... Like, the more, like, I watch, like, interviews with Jerry Seinfeld, and, like, I don't know... What's the extent of your Seinfeld knowledge? Um... The... I just know what the baseline sounds like for the intro. Not even Seinfeld the show, just, like, the the man, Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah. Okay. So he is like he's got a baseline. Largely, right? it like just plays considered, every time he walks. He is around. largely considered and just like generally assumed to be the most, the single most successful comedian of all time. He is just very like successful. He like pioneered stand up for being for his observational. What's the deal with airline food comedy? And so, oh, yes, he's he... the what's the deal with airline food guy. Oh, okay. I've been wondering. Yeah, he's that. That's him. So he he does all that stuff. But, like, the more, like, I watch interviews with him and the more, like, I, like, learn about him, it's just so, like, weird. Like, (laughs) I was, like, reading something that says, like, after Seinfeld ended, uh, like, the show, Jerry Seinfeld, quote, dabbled in, uh, Scientology. (laughs) I was like, how do you dabble in, like, a cult? (laughs) (laughs) Just casual cult. Just, just a bit, you know? I'm dabbling in this thing called the Manson family right now. (laughs) <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. this guy you know he's pretty cool but like i i have other i have other commitments too <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, and like i i watch all these interviews with him and he's just like so mean to everyone it'll just be like i'm the most successful comedian of all time and i hate you and i'm like oh that's mean what oh but yeah and then now he has this show called comedians and cars getting coffee and it's actually like i love that show so much because he's only nice to people who he respects. So, like, you know, like, if, if he'll be, like, talking to, like, some, like, random, like, paparazzi guy in the street, he'll just be like, get out of here. Do you really, like, they'll ask him a question, and he'll just look the guy dead in the eye and be like, that is the dumbest question I've ever heard. And then he'll just, like, sit down with, like, some, like, comedian, and they'll just talk about life. Like, I was watching, so, like, my favorite comedian of all time, next to Patton Oswalt, probably, he's tied for first with Patton Oswalt, is a man named John Mulaney. And, um... Mm-hmm. like he, he did an episode of comedians and cars getting coffee with with jerry seinfeld and like for whatever reason after they got coffee or maybe like before they got coffee maybe they didn't even get coffee in the episode but one activity they did in the episode was they went shopping for a rug for for Melanie's wife um and so okay uh and like they they go into the rug store and like the first thing they say is jerry just goes what do you think death feels like and then John Mulaney just goes, I think it's going to be great. And then Jerry just goes, I know, right? You're going to be done with so much stuff. And I'm like, I'm just... <laughs> this is more than the rug salesman bargained for. What? 
How do you just casually walk into a store and go, "Hey, what do you do? Do you think Duff's is good?" Like, what? like imagine huh? like being like the owner of this rug store. You're just like, ah, oh, just a normal day at like Stan's rug shop, and then comedy like the most <laughs> successful comedian Jerry Seinfeld, and the most like well known like comedian, like the the comedian that like defines this generation walks in. They walk in together. And you just hear them being like, death is going to be amazing, man. I can't wait to die. <laughs> That's absolutely incredible. <laughs> I remember um, my, my favorite was like right after Barack Obama got reelected. Jerry Seinfeld had him on his show. <laughs> so it was like, yeah, really? because like, I don't know. We're, we're at that age where like. We knew about Barack Obama, but, like, we didn't know that he was, like, a really funny president. So, like, Jerry Seinfeld was just like, yeah, this guy gets in enough jokes to be a comedian. So as soon as he got reelected, he just, like, had him back on the show. We had him on the show and was just like, yeah, let's just go, like, get coffee. And then they couldn't even leave the White House premises because they thought Jerry Seinfeld was kidnapping Barack Obama. Because, <laughs> you know, they're, they're, like, it's the Secret Service. Like, you got to be, like, really careful. And, like, obviously, like, they I all mean, know who yeah, Jerry Seinfeld but... is. But Jerry is just, like, driving a car with Barack Obama in the front seat. And Barack's like, it's okay. We can just go get a quick cup of coffee. And he's like, is this man holding you hostage? <laughs> it's like, this is Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> I mean, he could have been. We, we would never know, you know? Yeah. Oh, my God. I, not, not to get political, but I would die for Barack Obama. Is, is that a political statement? I don't know. Did you know I used to be in a band called It's a Political Statement? I, don't really? know if you, I was in a band for like a year called it's a political statement fun fact i just forgot about that until you brought it up anyway um what was i saying well i remember when i was like um like d- during obama's re-election he was running against mitt romney in 2012 i remember just like uh-huh. i didn't know anything about either of them i just remembered that i so desperately wanted barack obama to win the election just because i thought he was like cool I remember, Damn. I remember, like I was at like a, I was at like a friend's birthday party, and like you know we were all like this is 2012, so we were what eight, so we didn't know anything about politics. And my my friend was just like, oh, I really want Mitt Romney to win this election, and I'm like, are you insane? The man is Barack Obama. Do you know how cool he is? I remember just like every <laughs> video I've seen of Barack Obama, he just seems like a nice guy, you know. And so he's just nice. <laughs> he just seems we cool. Like him. And so, like, I remember, like, being in the car with my family one day, like, coming up to the election. I was in, like, the car with my mom. And I was like, hey, mom, are you going to vote for Barack Obama this election? And she was like, I don't think I'm going to vote this election. And I'm like, mom, you have to vote for Obama. You don't understand. I was just this eight-year-old. You don't understand. He's funny. I was just this eight-year-old who just thought Barack Obama was, like, charming. And so I was just like, please, mom, you need to vote for Barack Obama. And she's like, well, it'll be a family vote. And I'm like, no, you need to do an official vote for Obama. And my, my mom's like, she's not like a conservative, but she, she's she's like an independent. So she's not like a Democrat or like Republican. So like, I don't know what she thinks gotcha. of Obama, like even to this day. But I remember she just, just like, like being eight but... and just like be- having like genuine panic because my mom wouldn't vote for Obama in the election, even though I didn't know anything about his policies or like anything about like what he- I was just like, I just want this guy to like be happy. He's just a cool guy. 
I just thought Barack. I just thought Barack Obama was cool. I just really wanted him to be the president. I was like, if Mitt Romney wins, I'm gonna be so mad. Mitt Romney does not look as cool as Obama. Okay, listen. Next time we vote for a president, we should just vote for whoever looks the coolest. I know for a fact, and this is a completely apolitical statement. Eight-year-old me would have gone so hard for Biden. Yeah, because really? <laughs> because of his sunglasses and nothing else. <laughs> I mean, the sunglasses sure. He's are got though. the aviators. I think aviators like the best sunglasses. I'm not gonna lie, but like, um, mm. like, first of all, it doesn't take like the most charming man in the world to look more attractive than Donald Trump. The the man looks like something straight out of like. I don't know, just like a horror movie creature that like they messed up on, like like a B movie horror creature, and so, <laughs> and then it just there. So there's like this guy who's like orange and like melting and just has like hair that literally looks like a Lego piece, or there's just like an old looking dude with cool sunglasses, just a generic old dude with sunglasses. I would just be like, this guy, he's 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 hip, you know, he's old but he's cool because he's wearing the sunglasses. He's got sunglasses. He says so words that cool. are hip, and with the kids like malarkey, the word that was the <laughs> word that hit its peak in the 1920s in terms of popularity. Uh, I, I mean, they say everything from the 1920s is occurring now as well, so you know, might as well bring back malarkey. <laughs> I can just imagine malarkey being like a genuine, like serious problem in America. <laughs> like, what's your stance on malarkey? <laughs> What is your position on the word malarkey? Do you like no, it? not Do even you, the word you, malarkey. Just like you... the ter- just like the concept. What even? What does malarkey? It means mean? like nonsense. Well, <laughs> it's an informal term according to Google. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever seen that picture of like Joe Biden with like a photoshopped like? big like creepy like horror movie like smile and he's shooting lasers out of his eyes and it just says malarkey detected I never <laughs> wait look up that. malarkey detected <laughs> okay uh malarkey de- <laughs> <laughs> why is it on his shirt <laughs> I, I, on his shirt. <laughs> I will buy that shirt also, um, I, I looked up, um, I looked up a graph to see how common the word malarkey is. It hit its peak around the nineteen, uh, nine, nineteen oh eight. Yeah, or so, I, I like found but that it's been like yesterday. Slowly rising. <laughs> it's slowly rising. It's actually gone back up recently. <laughs> like, it's because that's Joe bit. Biden's like catchphrase. He just goes like, "No malarkey," and we're like, "Okay, guess." I guess this guy's strongly opposed to malarkey. Malarkey bad. Alright, I, I guess. I just want, like... <laughs> I just want, like, a president... Like, or not even a president. Just, like, a candidate who just has, like, the weirdest, like, saying. Or, like, campaign slogan, you know? Like, Donald Trump is just make America great again, which is, like, something straight out of, like, Nazi Germany. <laughs> What does Joe Biden have? Like, we can do this together. Like, all, I feel like all the, the, the Democrat, like, um, candidates, they all have something along the lines of we can do this together. I, 
I feel like there's never been anything else. But I was talking to like a friend, and he said that when Jeb Bush for, ran for president, you know what Jeb Bush's campaign slogan was? What was it? <laughs> it was just Jeb. <laughs> <laughs> His campaign slogan was just the word Jeb. Really? <laughs> yeah. According to my friend, at least I don't even. I never like bothered to fact check that. I, I don't care if it's not true. It's just funny. So, like, I I just want like, <laughs> I just want like someone's campaign slogan to just be like obviously like they messed up somewhere, like <laughs> like the campaign slogan like there's this running joke in BoJack Horseman, the show that I watch all the time, where like um uh-huh. they they never acknowledge it in the show, but like it's it's like more of a visual gag that that like keen viewers have to catch whenever there are like decorations for something or like like decorations specifically that have words in them it'll always see something like um happy birthday diane and use a pretty font it'll it'll all say like oh. and it'll just say that on like a poster like on a poster it'll just say the words happy birthday diane and use a pretty font and i just think that's so funny i would love that to be like someone's like campaign slogan just like we can do, we can do this together and put it in red <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna be and then like he's gonna like pull some like donald trump confesse thing and just be like no no no, i meant for that to be my thing red symbolizes the blood of our enemies put it in red <laughs> i i love america i want to i want someone's campaign um slogan to just just to constantly misspell like one word like Every single time they write that one word, like, it's always in the slogan, and it's always spelt wrong, like, by one letter. And when someone points it out, they go, no, it's not misspelled, and then they keep going. <laughs> <laughs> like, they're just, everyone's just very unhappy about the situation, and that's it. We can doom this together. Mm-hmm. He's like... <laughs> <laughs> I love that so much. <laughs> I just want like I I just want to like run for president and just like just as like a meme, you know. But but not like <laughs> not, not like as like a meme where like it's funny. Just as a meme where I'm like a genuinely like serious candidate. But everyone who knows me is just like she can't run for president, you know. Like, have you heard of Vermin Supreme? Uh, okay, no, so I, I don't know. want to do it like him. He's this guy who's running for president. He he runs for president like every like four years, and he he like doesn't get anywhere. But the man's legal name is Vermin Supreme. He's this guy with a big beard, and he always wears a boot on his head, and he always says things like "Every American gets a free pony." This is one of the great overlooked like problems in America. I don't want to do it like him. I just want to run for president, like genuinely serious, like as a meme. And just have all my friends, like, just, just, like, as a bit, just, like, all my friends being, like, what is she doing? And I'm just going to, like, talk to them and just be, like, yeah, I'm running for president, but, like, you know, whatever. And then, like, I'll get elected. I'll just be, like, I don't know what to do now. <laughs> I know I have, like, good I, I got, policies that I know the American people genuinely wanted me, but, like, I just was doing this as a meme. <laughs> <laughs> After you make it, just, like, you, you have to just, like, post, like, on Twitter. It's just, like, got elected. What do now? What do I do now? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, have you ever... I'm, I'm, I'm going to answer this question for you. You haven't. But there's this show called Documentary Now, and it's, like, one of my favorite shows of all time. 
because it it parodies actual documentaries um and uh like there's this one about like these guys um trying to get like just like this like bumbling idiot elected uh in like the 90s to like governor and then they did it by just like because like this guy was like just failing and like he was just like the the dumbest guy like he was like at a debate and he like they asked him a question and he was like that is a great question and i would like to answer it tomorrow and like (laughs) yeah he just says stuff like that in the debates and then he ended up winning the election because they 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 got a guy in in a shirt of the other opponent to shoot like a campaign guy um and like get it on camera so this guy's like man a guy in a governor lester shirt just shot me what kind of people are these lester supporters and then they just ended up like winning because people just didn't like that one incident and it was so funny and then the guy was just like this all started as a bet in a restaurant that we could get anyone elected to anything and it worked and that was like the end of the documentary and i just thought it was so funny it... What? <laughs> what are people up to? And, and the guys, you know, the, you know what the guy's campaign slogan was? It what? was Ben Herndon, a choice. <laughs> he was like, I'm only running as a kindness choice. to the voters so they get someone else to vote for. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was just like so funny. Oh my God. I, I love that, that show so funny. much. Wait, what streaming services do you have? I gotta recommend a show to you. This is like the weekly thing. I I only have I have Hulu and Disney okay. Plus. I think that's fair. Um, what should I recommend? Have you seen? There was something on Hulu that I know, like I was gonna recommend. Never mind. Um. Anyway, speaking of Disney Plus, um, I finished WandaVision and then I started Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And I don't like really either of them. I don't like Falcon and Winter Soldier so far, but there's only one episode. And I just didn't like WandaVision after it ended. But I've I've gone into detail about why I didn't like WandaVision last week. Mm-hmm. Boner. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Falcon and the Winter Soldier is just kind of like stupid just because there are these like Avengers and like this is like kind of spoilery, but it's not like the big spoiler of the episode, so it'll be fine. That's no, fine. Just go for it. These two are like Avengers. They've saved the universe. And like the there there are two plot points between the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. The Falcon wants to save his family's old shrimp boat and the Winter Soldier wants to go on a date with a girl but not embarrass himself cuz he's 106 years old. Those are the two plot okay. points. That's it. No, there's there's That's a little it? bit more. There's there's like oh I'm going to like I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. No. Like, the the whole, like, tension in the first episode is, like, the Falcon just being like, man, these banks are being racist to me. And I'm like, don't bring racism into Marvel. I don't want to see it. And he's like, I need to save the family's shrimp boat. And I'm like, can you just fight a bunch of aliens? This is getting too real for me. <laughs> I need to save the shrimp boat. And then his sister's like, we can't save the shrimp boat. I have to sell it for, so that our family can, like, have more money. And he's like, this is our shrimp boat. I own 50% of this shrimp boat. I don't even know if it's a shrimp boat. It's like a boat or something. Use it for like fishing. Oh, and and then Bucky's just hanging out with this old man, and and he's just like, ah, oh, I want to go on a date with this girl. And then she goes, How old are you? And he goes, I'm 106. And she laughs, unbeknownst to her, that the man is actually 106. He just doesn't age. <sighs> so it was just kind of boring to me, but oh well. <laughs> I. <Wow. laughs> uh... 
truly a plot for the centuries. Yes. So what else have you been up to this week? Uh, not much, to be honest. I, um, I started, we started the process of moving houses, so that was fun. I carried boxes, and then I uh, wiped down windows, and that's all I've done today. Ooh, that's fun. So I'm sore and tired. I'm sorry. Oh, no, it's fine. It's, like, in a good way, because I don't go, I don't do anything. Oh, wait, I need to tell you something. I feel like I did. I mention this last week. I might have, and I might. I don't think I did, but I might have. Oh, but no, I, there, there's it. a development that's like a hundred percent that I, that I just found out about. Anyway, um, I auditioned for um my advanced dance concert to do like a trick in it, and the advanced dance okay. concert is Monday, and I have to, and then oh, like tomorrow? Wait, no, in two yes, days. Yes. Um, and I have to do a flip Tomorrow for it. I did a flip the first two times perfectly on my audition, and then I ended up getting like the slot to do it, and I haven't landed a single flip at any of the rehearsals. So and like I kind of like twisted my leg, so I'm like not gonna land it during the show. Oh no! So I'll just like run and I'll just like land like right on my butt, and I'll just be like, oh no! Just make sure you don't hurt yourself. I've already hurt myself so many times doing it. I can't even like walk anymore. <laughs> um, between that oh and like God. not taking my meds it's just a big week for me <laughs> Dang. so that, that's what I've been up to this week oh my god I have so many like tests and stuff I have to do too uh, I hate school oh. school makes oh, me want to school more like poop school more like no yeah I mean at least it's only one more week until spring break yeah one more week Oh yeah, my god, you're right. Is... This time next week it'll be spring break and then it'll be my birthday. Your birthday is very soon. I forgot about that. I'm sorry. I No one remembers my birthday. birthday. It's fine. I don't remember any birthdays other than my own and um like one of my friends, but only for one very specific person. Yeah. You're my only friend whose birthday I can remember. And it's just because it's like a, <laughs> it's, it's just a good day. It's just a good day for it's me. It's just your favorite day. It's just day like one of my favorite days reason. of the year. So it's just, because just because like one year in particular, like a bunch of cool stuff came out on the same day. And so I was just happy. And then I was just like, oh, that's your birthday. And then now I've just never forgotten yeah. it. But everyone else, I cannot remember their birthday. Birth? Yeah, no, I can't. And the weird part is but- I'm really good at guessing birthdays. Like, like, like really? ridiculously good. But I, I can't, like... Like, once I've known someone, I can just guess the month of their birthday. But, like, if I'm just, like, talking to someone, I'll just be like, hey, can I guess your birthday, like, down to the exact day? And this is gonna sound, like, kinda, like, stupid, but, like, it's ridiculous. I'm, like... I'm, like... I'm just gonna say, like, 13 and 0 for guessing them within, like, to the exact day within the first ten tries. What? Yeah. I'm, like, really good at, like, guessing birthdays. I don't know. Like, and I, the funny part is, like, I don't even believe in, like, astrology or anything, but I probably should because I can look at someone and say, like, you're a November baby. Like, I can just look at someone, like, guess, I can definitely guess the month someone was born in. I don't even know why, I just can like, the days are, like, a lot harder, obviously. But the month, I can, like, always guess. Um, huh. But I don't even, again, I have, like, 
I do not have the slightest bit of like belief in astrology or like science or any of that. Yeah. I, you just can. You just know. I, I just look at someone and I'm like, your vibe is November. And they're like, oh, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> I think one that's one of the coolest things is just having random superpowers. I know. I have that's a bunch of like weird of stuff them. like that. Like Um uh like especially compared to, like my other friends i have like a really good sense of direction so like i rarely ever get lost and then also like um i uh i i am like really good at guessing the time not not to brag but like i'm like really close like sometimes i'll just like be like what time is it and then i'll just say to myself 8:34 and then i just look at my phone and it says like 8:34 and i'm like hot damn I'm like, they said it couldn't be done. They said that it wasn't 8.34, but they were wrong. <laughs> they said it wasn't 8.34. Like, I texted people without looking at my phone. What time is it? And then someone goes, not 8.34. And I was like, you idiot. You fool. <laughs> you should tell people that's not the time. And then, like, so either you'll be correct and they'll be like, wait, what? Or you'll be wrong and they'll be like, I mean, you were right. <laughs> and either way, you win. Smart. That's the play. Well, we're about like 41 minutes in. Do you want to call it for this week? Uh, I mean, yeah, we could. Okay. I don't know. I, I don't have much else to talk about. Anyways, Neither do I have I. like one topic. That was oh, wait. About. Say your topic. Then we'll go. Oh, okay. I don't know if we should discuss it, but I've been thinking a lot about uh, just because I'm on Twitter. So I've been seeing a lot about like the drama around like Dream and whatever. And it's. I don't know, I've just been thinking about it. I don't know anything about Dream or, like, his, like, people, so explain this to me, please. Alright, well, so basically, Dream is a famous YouTuber who's currently doing very, very well. In I know that much, I'm uh, not that dumb. Else. Yeah, it's, I mean, if people don't know, there you go. <laughs> Dream is a thing you have so... when you go to sleep. <laughs> Dream is a thing that you, you know when you sleep and you, sometimes you see funny <laughs> That's Funny dream. images. There's a cohesive story. Yeah. Okay, anyway, keep going. But yeah, so something that happened recently, uh, or not recently even, this just keeps happening. Like, Twitter is terrible, and that's just something in general. But, um, uh, dreams, so there's like this term called a stan, and it's supposed to be like, uh, it technically stands for stalker fan, but people have changed the meaning a bit over time, so it technically means super fan, mm-hmm. but it still very much means stalker mm-hmm. fan to a lot of people. So the thing comes is from an Eminem community... song. Yeah, yeah. The thing is, the dream community has very much taken up to this term of um, of stan, and they started calling themselves like dream stands rather than dream fans because they don't see the word in a negative light. And that's causing some issues because they're just like, you shouldn't call yourself stands. But they do because they don't see the word the same way. But then, like, um, also, I don't know. I've always kind of, I when Dreams, like, content first started getting big, I genuinely watched quite a bit of it. Because, you know, it was, it's fairly entertaining. Like, you know, it's, it, it is just a bunch of guys running around screaming while playing video games. But, you know, it's funny. <laughs> so... But the issue is that the community is genuinely, like, really bad sometimes. Like, um, for instance, previously, um, 
there was one time where this one kid, um, like, uh, his dog died, and then, um, like, this is, that, that's context, like, his dog died, and his dog was named Rocco. I'm talking about, um, Nicholas Cantu, former voice of Gumball, by the way, and then, like, and then he posted something, like, jokingly, like, making fun of Dream, and then some person who was, like, a fan of Dream's just literally told him that his dog deserved to die because of that. So mean. I know. It was terrible. And I was like, what? Like, you can't, you, and like, the thing is, this is not the first time something like this has happened. Like, this one guy from, like, he just has a Twitter gimmick account. And he makes one comment about how Dream, like, he, he, well, his wording was a bit harsher. And he just said that, like, Dream doesn't deserve the amount of uh, views and subs that he gets. And then people started sending him death threats. Like, this is not acceptable in any community. And, like, Dream, like, supposedly has, like, brought it up before, but, like, he really needs to address this. I don't think the word stan should ever be used in a positive context just because it is based off the term stalker fan. And you cannot, like, spin that in a way that's good. Like, it's not super fan. It's stalker fan. And like, there's, there's good fans and there's bad fans, and that's fine. I'm not attacking people for liking Dream's content. I like his content, too. I don't want to come off seeming that way, but his commu- he, someone needs to do something about this community because it's toxic. Um, like, people are overly protective over Dream, and it's just concerning. And I don't know, because I keep seeing this on my, my timeline because I follow, like, other YouTubers, and because of that, I just... I see this like a lot. Yeah, I I hear that. I my my like sucks. favorite thing about myself. I don't like love myself. I have like self esteem issues, but I always think to myself when I'm like feeling down. At least I'm not a stan of like anything or yeah. I, like. Yeah. I'm not even like a part of any like fan base. Like if I'm a fan of something, I will enjoy it and talk about it with my friends. But I'll never like go online and be like, I love this. And then let's like talk to people about like, oh, this is where this is at, because it's just so stupid. Because then like people who also like the thing have very heated opinions about the thing if they're willing to go on the internet and talk about it. And like you know, I post like opinions about like Marvel movies and whatever to Twitter, but like Twitter is just something that like my friends follow me on. My friends like know what's up. You know, I um, yeah yeah. The the day I get like death threats from someone because they thought that WandaVision was really good. Is the day I delete Twitter. Because. I think that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good point. Because I just like that my friends yeah. can just hear me say like. I hate Ralph Boner more than I hate myself. And just like enjoy it. You know. But yeah. 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 You know. I, this is something that like I've always like realized. I've kind of like. Real, I've kind of like thought about this for like a year. You know like the one YouTuber. That like not only like doesn't even have like a fan base. Like he's like a really popular YouTuber. But he doesn't even have like any stands or like any like fan base at all. Critical. You're right. Yeah, I mean, like I yeah. watch his content. Like he comes out with like videos every day, and I watch like all his videos. But like I don't even talk about him a lot. I just I'm just like a fan of him, and I'd like never see anyone online like defending his honor. I never see anyone like online like talking about like how he's like the greatest entertainer of all time. And I just love that because, like, that's exactly, like, what he is. Like, he just talks, like, like, that. that's exactly, like, probably how he wants it, too. Like, there's no way that, like, he would be happy if, like, he even had, like, a fan base. 
And like, if I say critical, yeah. like you don't even like most people like don't even know who I'm talking about. But he's like a really big YouTuber. He like pulls in like a lot of views. He goes live on Twitch, but like, he's not like a household name, even though like as popular as he is, like people don't like aren't obsessed with him. And that's just kind of like the kind of content yeah. he makes. And I love that so much because he's so entertaining, and he's just he's such like a genuinely like good entertainer and i'm so glad that there's no like toxic fan base around him i've never even seen like a fan of him who's been like you know like like made their profile yeah. picture like a picture of him with like hearts around his face or whatever like i i mm-hmm. just like yeah. i just love that he's just like a normal guy and no one like is like a fan of him i mean everyone's like a fan of him but no one's like obsessed with him or like makes their entire yeah, like yeah. internet presence surrounded by him I love that so much. I think that's always a... Yeah. Like, I that's really rare to see nowadays. I think it's mostly just because of the communities that these people have come mm-hmm. from. And it, like, passes down through the people as they grow out of it. Like, it's it's like the... I, I think it's very much like the stand mindset. And I sense. think, like... like oh, sorry. Uh, it's all right. Um, but, like... Yeah, like, a community in which, like, people... Like, I'm sure people do post about Critical, you know? He has a Twitter. Mm-hmm. Like, people reply to him and whatever. But, like, no one will go out of their way and, like, make, like, um... What are they called? Fans? Yeah. Like, because that that comes from, like, K... That, like... Well, it probably didn't originate from the K-pop community, but they, they definitely popularized it a lot. Mm-hmm. At least for us. Fan and, cams like, originated from the 2008 film Cloverfield. Are you serious? <laughs> no, it's this movie. Okay, I don't know what anything is. <laughs> Let me explain what Cloverfield is. It's it's a genre okay. movie called found footage, um, oh. where the entire movie is filmed like basically like it was filmed on like a handheld movie camera, and the camera gets very shaky because it's about these people who are at a party, and then all of a sudden the city gets destroyed by like aliens. And so, um, whenever, like, Critical is talking about fan cams, he always says, shaky cam Cloverfield style. That's what he always calls it. So... <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> That's actually fantastic. <laughs> I didn't know what that was. Yeah. That was... <laughs> um, what was I gonna say? Uh... Oh, yeah. Uh, it's just because, like, I think, like, part of the reason this is, is because, like, I watched a video essay about Critical, like, about a year ago. And it was called, like, Critical, like, the last remaining, like, old YouTuber or whatever. Or, like... Oh, I've yeah. seen that video on my dash. I didn't watch um, it. And it, like, talked about, like, how his, like, entire presence on YouTube is, like... He just has this, like, dry sense of humor straight out of, like, the 2000s that you'd hear in, like, a video. And he, like, doesn't do anything. Like, he, he like, he's released merch, but he doesn't, like, do it, like, ob- like constantly. And he doesn't, like, plug it all the time. And for like yeah like he was making youtube videos since before he could make money off of them and then when you could make money off of them he didn't for like the first like three or four years and then he decided to like put ads in his videos and then he would just donate all the money to charity and it was just like so does he actually he, do that i don't know if he still does but he did for a very long time until um a lot of the charities he was donating to were taking money for themselves so i think i think the money from oh. youtube goes to charity but the money from twitch goes to like himself is what i think it is now i think that but that's like so respectable and like he doesn't even like talk about it yeah which i just think is so cool that's like that's that's actually really powerful that's like i think that 
shows that he's genuinely like I a know. good person. That's always that that is really rare. I don't think like new YouTubers are like bad inherently though. Yeah. But it's definitely not like the same thing. Like some of them are still like genuine, cool and talented people, but like, you know, you have to respect like the humbleness that old YouTube definitely had and that critical seems I to met have. Gus Johnson twice and he was very nice both times. Gus Johnson is I know, he's he he's so nice. I love him. And I just love like all his videos because they're just so they're just so funny. They're yeah, they they've got like such a special spice. Mm-hmm. I oh my god, what's my favorite video I have? I just love like the specific like the characters he does like his like some of his newer videos he doesn't really do like characters, but like there's this video, I think like one of my favorites by him is just your friend who's been to the restaurant before, and. Oh, I've seen that one. That he's was like, so I have funny. been to the restaurant before. You don't understand. He's like, we need to get. He's like, no, no, no the water here is terrible. And then he's like, I just want a water. <laughs> I, like that's just like. <laughs> no, the water is bad. <laughs> and then yeah. it turns out that he hasn't been to the restaurant before. <laughs> it was such good. I know. Like, um. <laughs> anyway, uh, I, I do want to touch on one more thing before I go. Um, yeah. I now that I'm funny again. I wrote an entire sketch in about like a day for sketch comedy, and I think it is the funniest thing I've ever written in my life. Um, it's about really? a it's about a guy who fakes his death um, in an attempt to get a second chance with his girlfriend, who's a mortician. And oh. <laughs> it's so stupid because, like, um, there was one joke in it that. It was the other thing, like, in the last, like, year that's made me laugh out loud, I laughed at my own joke. <laughs> because the girl goes, you're supposed to be a corpse, and then he goes, choke me like you hate me, but you love me. And that's, I don't know how that's gonna go over, those lyrics are gonna go over with the school, because it's like an official, like, school thing. But I'm gonna try it. Oh, He's gonna do yeah. a corpse impression. Oh. And then, the one problem was, I didn't know how to end the sketch. I just, like, needed to follow, like, the generic rule that, like, it has to have, like, some semblance of a happy ending. So, um, and I, I couldn't figure out, like, the, the way for, like, the girl to be, like, so, like, taken aback by the fact that her ex-boyfriend and things did not end well between them just faked his death to, like, get closer to her. And I didn't know, like, how to, like, make it so that, like, the sketch would end with them together. So I just wrote in this, like, little, like, thing where he just takes out a guitar and just goes like, I love you, Charlotte, you're sweeter than chocolate. And then he like just strums the guitar and just goes like, remember that time we went out to get hot dogs and then they gave us chili dogs and I was like, ooh, even better. But then it gave us food poisoning and you said we should go to the ER. But I said we should go talk to that 87-year-old karate master who goes to the park and never leaves the park. So then you went to the ER, but I talked to the karate master about it. And then he started speaking in this language I'd never heard before. And then we were both fine. And I, he was never seen from again. But then a couple years later, I was at the grocery store and I heard someone talking in another language on the phone. So I tackled him and it turns out he was an Italian man. And then I got arrested and I had to explain to the police that I thought it was an 87-year-old karate master who spoke in an ancient incantation and gave us all magic, magically healed us. But it was just a, an Italian guy talking on the phone remember that and then she just goes that was beautiful i guess we're back together now and then that's just the end of the sketch because <laughs> i didn't know i didn't know how to end it so i just wrote like this is the dumbest like thing off the top of my head and I just... 
That is so. <laughs> What you? I don't understand how you came up with that. I'm going to be honest, but that is, that is okay. See, I I think that's hilarious. I don't know if the school will like. I think they'll I love think it. That's hilarious. It's, I don't know. I you, think the school um, will enjoy it very much. Just because Netflix has this show that I took inspiration from, uh, writing the sketch called "I Think You Should Leave," where like a lot of the sketches in it, they start off like kind of like routine, like normal, like sketch comedy, but then they just like derail into mm-hmm. like the most like surreal thing ever. Like there's this one sketch that's just like um, uh, let's see what's one of them. Um, uh, I just thought of one. Uh, shoot. Um, what's a really good example of this? Okay, there, there's this one where um, a, a hot dog shaped car crashes into like a department store, and then everyone goes like, oh, "What was that? Oh my god! Why is there a hot dog shaped car in the grocery store?" And then this guy just is like wearing like a full like hot dog costume, and he goes like, "Yeah, whoever did it, just confess. I promise we won't be mad." And so then everyone's like, "It was clearly you. You're the guy in the hot dog suit." And then he goes like, "This guy's also dressed like a hot dog." And then it just, like, cuts to a guy wearing, like, a red shirt with a yellow tie. And then he's wearing, like, a beige, like, jacket. <laughs> and then it's, like, Richard may be dressed like a hot dog. But he, like, um, he doesn't, like, he, but he's not actually wearing a hot dog costume. And he's, like, come on, guys. We just need to find whoever did this and give him a big old spanking. I think it should be you, sir. And he just points to this, like, random guy in the store. And he's, like, what? And then the police come in and they're, like, this guy did it, right? And then, like... He's like, come on, guys. And then, like, he just launches into this whole monologue where he's like, we, and he's like, you guys don't even know my name. We've been sitting here talking all day, and none of you have bothered to learn my name. And he goes, you guys have been so, this generation is so buried in their phones that no one even bothers to talk to each other anymore. And he's like, I bet I know more internet porn stars than I know, like, my grandma's name or something. And then he just talks about, like, and then he just, like, talks about internet porn for like 45 seconds and then he just runs away and that's the end of the sketch and it just like there's this other one because like now that like i said the whole thing this other one um came back to me where like this guy um and this is like really like what i took inspiration from for the sketch it's one of those like lawyer ads like you know those lawyer ads where it's like has this ever happened to you so this guy's like has this ever happened to you your house is infested with termites so then you had to call a termite crew and then they came in your house, and then they asked to go to the bathroom, and they both went into the bathroom for three hours. And then they came out, and they looked very serious, and they said, it's turbo time. And then they started running around your house, and they started jumping onto the furniture. But then when you tried to join, they looked at you and said, don't run, walk, you're not part of the turbo team. And they said, you cannot run with us until you are part of the termite, or part of the turbo team. And then you went to go to the bathroom, but you couldn't, you couldn't poo in there because they went to Home Depot and bought a toilet with a joke hole that's only big enough for farts. So you can't even poop in your own toilet anymore. And then, and then they ran around your house and they told you that you can't be a part of the turbo team. And it's like this like whole thing. And it just, it's like weird and weird. And he just goes, has this ever happened to you? And then he just goes, call me, please. <laughs> oh my God, we've been recording for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god yeah, this is fun okay do you want to call it now yeah i think we should call it it has been okay thanks hour. for listening everyone <laughs> i love you